the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Welcome to that show, Hasn't Been Funny in Years, an SNL podcast. I am your host, Nick DiGilio. I'm a podcaster, a comedy writer, and performer, graduate of the Second City, a Saturday Night Live expert and historian, and each week we will look at everything SNL. The best, the worst, the good, the bad, the classic, the forgotten. We'll talk about full seasons and full casts, behind-the-scenes stories, episodes, sketches, SNL's historical significance, and much, much more. Sometimes I'll have guests, sometimes I won't. With every episode, I will always prove that that tired old cliche that you hear all the time, that show hasn't been funny in years, is absolutely wrong and not true. Welcome to episode number 49, and it is Emma Stone, five-timer. Emma Stone, the terrific actress who has been in so many uh, incredible movies and on television uh, and is one of the most charismatic and talented actresses. She is an Oscar winner for Best Actress for La La Land, has appeared in dozens of really terrific movies, serious dramas, period pieces, comedies, teen sex romps. She's done everything and she does it well and she's absolutely an incredibly gifted comedian and a terrifically funny actress and performer and creator and she's been a magnificent host on Saturday Night Live. And she's the first person to join the Five Timers Club since I started this podcast at the beginning of 2023. So she is the first person to be anointed into the Five Timers Club as I have started this podcast. And uh, so I thought... Let's welcome Emma Stone into the Five Timers Club, as they did just this past Saturday night, which was December 2nd, 2023, season 49, episode 6. The uh, musical guest was Noah Khan, and uh, it was her fifth time hosting, um, and she was typically fantastic. The, uh, the show itself was very strong. It had a lot of really funny sketches and some wonderful moments. Um, typically for season 49, Weekend Update again was one of the strongest things and perhaps the strongest thing um, on, uh, on the show. And that's been consistent for season 49, even when shows haven't been good. And there have been a couple of stinkers this season, a couple of good shows, a couple of eh shows. But consistently, the strongest and best material seems to come from Weekend Update almost every week during this season of, of season 49. And that was the case here. But there were a lot of strong and funny sketches, some weirdness, and some really wonderful contributions by the extraordinarily talented Emma Stone. So I thought we'd go back and look at the five times that Emma Stone hosted, including just this last time, talk a little bit about some of the stuff that she did in the five times hosting. I'll give you the exact dates and season and, and episode numbers so that you can go back and check them out. Again, you can check out Peacock.com where all of these episodes are streaming in one fashion or another. You can also check out the SNL YouTube channel. And if you dig around online in different places, you can find clips from these shows past, sketches, moments, films, and, uh, and the monologues from some of these, uh, uh, these episodes past. Um, 
I think Emma Stone is a great host for Saturday Night Live, and a lot of people um, also think that. She's so good, in fact, that after the second time she hosted, I was like, man, she's so great and versatile that she could actually be a cast member. Um, she could do great character work. She could do different things and funny things. She's got exquisite comic timing. Um, and obviously, she is just effervescent and has a lot of energy. You see that in all the movies that she does. She's a beloved actress who kills at comedy, does extremely well, and could easily be a very, very great cast member on SNL. She seems to know everybody. She jumps right into the vibe, gets along with other, the other actors that are on stage with her, is a great team player, is, you know, is, is fearless and able to and will do anything for a joke. They have her dress up in ridiculous costumes. They have her do silly characters. She does it all. She does it well. And she has no fear. Like, whatever you want to do for a laugh, she'll do it. You throw her the weirdest idea, the craziest idea, and she will give 100% because she's that great a performer. So the first time Emma Stone hosted was October 23rd, 2010. Way back in 2010, it was season 36, and it was episode four. The musical guest was Kings of Leon. Uh, lots of strong sketches on that, and I'm going to play uh, one uh, little uh, video from the uh, Lonely Island guys, because that's back when the SNL digital shorts were dominated by Andy Samberg and the Lonely Island guys. They did a brilliant uh, 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 sketch there, which I will play, and, uh, and there were a lot of other great uh, sketches on that episode, and she made a very, very strong debut as a first-timer joining SNL as a host. So here's the very first monologue that, um, um, that she ever did. So this is Emma Stone's very first monologue from her first show, season 36, episode 4 in 2010. And you will hear, um, you will hear cameos by Kenan Thompson, Bill Hader, Andy Samberg as nerds trying to, uh, to get to kiss her. And you also hear Bobby Moynihan and Taryn Killam doing impressions of her Superbad co-stars Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. This is a very, very funny episode and uh, a great monologue. So this is the very first time that Emma Stone walked out onto the studio stage and did a monologue on SNL. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. I've wanted to be on the stage since I was a little girl. And uh, that's why when I was 14, I convinced my parents to let me move to LA to pursue acting. Um, a few years later, I was doing movies, and a few years after that, I'm here hosting Saturday Night Live, and it is truly a dream come true. So, uh, I just want to say to all the 14-year-old girls out there, drop out of school and move to L.A. because it always works out. <laughs> I'm very excited because I found out about two weeks ago that I was cast as Gwen Stacy in the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> is a reimagining of a classic movie from 2002. <laughs> and when you're in teen comedies and comic book movies, you tend to get a certain type of fan, which I don't really know how to explain. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yes. Uh, okay, now you were in the movie Superbad, which was about nerds who want to make out with you. I guess so, yeah. And, and, and you were also in a zombie land, which is, it was about zombies and, and a nerd who wants to make out with you. Yeah, you could say that. And you were in the movie Easy A, where you pretend to make out with nerds? That is true, that's true. Which brings me to my question. Uh, no, I will not make out with you. I thank you for your time. <laughs> now, since
Since you keep mentioning nerds, I just want to point out that I've done a fair number of what you would consider nerdy things in my life. This is a true story. Uh, when I did convince my parents to let me move to LA, um, I did it by making a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, so you're familiar with the PowerPoint format. <laughs> Brilliant. Can we bring in the monitors, please? I took the liberty of preparing this presentation. <laughs> we should be together. Let's work backwards here. Reason number 58. I'm senior editor at Wikipedia, specializing in geology and ladies wrestling. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that we're going to have time for that. Do you have time for one question? I will not make out with you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Are there any other questions? Yes. Salutations. <laughs> uh, allow me to make a prepared statement. <laughs> well, it's that time of year again. The homecoming dance! Let me stop you, I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna make out with you. I will have you know that I'm saving myself for marriage. You're waiting for marriage to make out with somebody? So far. Hey, Emma! Yeah, hey, hey, Emma. It's, it's Jonah and Michael. I don't know if you... Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, we're, we're having a rad time. <laughs> Look, uh, uh, when that guy said that in Superbad we were nerds that wanted to hook up, mm -hmm. he was talking about our characters that we play, right? Oh, yeah, no, you guys are great. Uh, oh, uh, thank that, you. That's, that's so unexpected. <laughs> yeah, but we, we aren't nerds, right? No, come on, of course not. Ah, uh, awesome. <laughs> and I'd just like to say that, by the way, if, the nerds who are present are troubling you. It would be our absolute pleasure to take them out, perhaps in the, in the physical violent way, you know, like a thumb in the eye or, or punching of some sort. Oh, no, 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 Michael, that's okay. Thank you, though, very much for offering. That's very sweet of you. You guys are so sweet to be here. And you're very nice, too. Oh, I am. Well, can I ask you a follow-up question? Once again, I will not make out with you. Again, I thank you for your time. <laughs> We have got a great show tonight. Kings of Leon are here. So stick around. We'll All be right. right Her first monologue right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Uh, very funny, very well written. Great, hilarious performances by uh, the guys as nerds. So uh, that was her very first time speaking on the SNL stage, and she kicked ass on that show and all the other shows. One of the best bits that they did was the uh, d digital short where um, Emma plays a high school girl who uh, has a broken arm and she wants everybody to sign it. And it becomes this funky, weird, you know, hip-hop-ish song done by Lonely Island where she plays this girl who uh, has a tendency to slip on grape jelly while she's singing a song about signing her cast. Uh, Abby Elliott is in this, Vanessa Bear, Jay Farrow, Andy Samberg. And Andy Samberg, by the way, becomes a, a purple-faced pile of jelly who dances and sings. Bobby Moynihan is in this one, the Lonely Island guys, and uh, Taryn Killam. But it is called I Broke My Arm. I love this digital short. And again, you can watch these on YouTube, on the SNL channel, um, or on Peacock. But uh, the visual here is kind of funny. It's very, very funny as well. But the song is cool. So this is I Broke My Arm from the very first episode that Emma Stone hosted. <laughs>
jelly. Well, I'm the grape jelly, and it's plain to see. I was standing still. Man, she slipped in me. So, so that goes on a little bit longer, uh, where the grape jelly is singing, and it's voiced, and, uh, and uh, the faces of Andy Samberg. Uh, very, very funny. That's I Broke My Arm. That's Lonely Island. Uh, those are two of the highlights from the first time she hosted. The second time leading up to her being into the Five Timers Club, second time Emma Stone hosted was in November 12th, 2011, season 37, episode six. Your musical guest was Coldplay. And uh, this was a, a, a very funny bit that's very visual that I'm going to play a lot. It, this was probably the weakest of the five uh, shows that she did. Um, this episode from 2011 was probably the weakest. The sketches were okay. There were a couple of funny things. She was great. Not a big fan of Coldplay. But she was great. She did the best she could, but the writing wasn't really up to par. And of the five episodes that Emma Stone hosted, in my opinion, this one from 2011 was the weakest. But there was a bit that she did where she co-hosted a show with Andy Sandberg called Make Technology Hump. And it's very visual, so I'm only going to play a little bit of it. But uh, they're hosting very upbeat, you know, sort of cable hosts, uh, Emma Stone uh, and, um, and Andy Sandberg. And basically, it's, it's people taking pieces of technology and making the technology look as though they're humping and having sex. Very goofy, written by Andy Sandberg uh, and a couple of other goofballs. But uh, Emma Stone is very funny and very vivacious and keeping a great straight face during all the idiocy. This is Make Technology Hump from Season 37, Episode 6 in 2011. We're gonna make technology hump. 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 Hello, and welcome to We're We're Gonna Gonna Make Technology Technology Hump. I'm Colleen, and this is Jacob. We've got a great show. We sure do. This first little number features a droid and a digital camera. Ooh, we'll see how that turns out. Well, the kitchen's not clean, but I've had enough of this for one day. I'm punching out. Not so fast, line cook. I want to talk to you about your attitude. What? You don't like my attitude? No, I don't. I love it. You just do whatever you want, don't you? Maybe I do. Show me. That was hot. Let's keep it going with this next little number between a video game controller and an iPad. Ooh, taboo. Here's your champagne, Mr. Clark. You want this charge to the room? I know you. I'm sorry? I've seen you downtown. I don't think I know what you're talking about. You're a call girl? So tell me, how much do you cost? More than you can afford. <laughs> Name your price. Get over here. Technology hump! Get a load of that! Hey, we've got some viewer email. Ryan from Sacramento says, we don't want your dumbass soap opera scene. Just show clean, close-up shots of tech company. Call me a hopeless romantic, but this lady needs a little dialogue before the action. I hear that <laughs> Now for our third tech hump, Colleen and I are going to be a GPS nav screen and a curling iron. Yeah, so you get the general idea. 
<laughs> a lot of that is visual. Uh, and actually, the visuals are very funny. But I just loved the stuff between the two of them. Very straight-faced, very HGTV, way over the top, very smiley kind of creepy. She did a great job on that. And that's Make Technology Hump. You can see that whole video, and the visuals are very, very funny. You can see that whole sketch again uh, if you search around on, uh, on uh, SNL's uh, YouTube channel and on Peacock on that episode, which is uh, season 37, episode 6 from 2011. All right. The third time she hosted was a great episode, um, and it was December 3rd, 2016. A lot of Christmas-themed uh, uh, sketches in it. Season 42, episode 8, Sean Mendez was the musical guest. Lots of strong stuff on this episode, uh, including the first of three times that they would do this sketch called Posters, where a student is in his bedroom, uh, struggling with a subject that he has to do a test for the next day. He's got posters up on his wall of sports figures and uh, video game characters and uh, a hot girl, uh, you know, a, a sexy poster of a hot girl on his wall. And he dreams while he's struggling with a subject that he's got a test on the next day. He falls asleep and dreams that the posters come to life and the characters and the people and the women and the men on the posters begin to talk to him and help him with the subject that he is struggling with studying, except for the hot girl. And the hot girl is played by Emma Stone. Um, and uh, the first time they ever did this was uh, on that episode, season 42, episode 6 from 2016. She played a hot girl who was eating a, a hot dog, and she was, like, scantily clad and had a really dumb voice. And meanwhile, the other posters on his wall are people who are desperately trying to help him uh, to, to understand the subject. But Emma Stone, as the dumb hot chick on the poster, continually, continuously derails it. Pete Davidson plays the student, as he did in the second time they did the poster story, too. Uh, Mikey Day, Kate McKinnon, and Keenan Thompson are the other people on the posters. And here it is. Pete Davidson is the struggling student whose posters, including a very hot chick eating a hot dog, try to help him with his homework. Oh, I don't know what X equals. I hate math. I should just drop out of school. Drop out of school. Drop out of school. Drop out of school. Don't give up, Sean. Uh, okay, my poster is talking to me, so I must be dreaming. Yeah, and you're also dreaming if you think that you're never going to use math. I use it every day when I'm snowboarding. Velocity, momentum, angle of the pipe. You think I could land a toe-side triple McSticky without math? No way, man. I biff it every time. And without math. Do you think you could play Battle Horizon 2 on your Xbox? Uh, there's no math in that game. What do you think video games are made of? I'm just code. Ones and zeros. I'm made of math. Whoa, I never thought of it like that. Oh, yeah. Do you like my fat, shiny hot dog? Um, sure. Uh, do, do you use math, Chrissy Knox? Hell yeah. Man. Everybody uses math. <laughs> <laughs> Walton P, you're a stand-up comic. I mean, don't even try to tell me you use math. Yo, a joke is all timing and numbers, baby. So without math, I could never do jokes like this. Uh-uh. You ever get a text from your side piece that makes you say, uh, say hunt to the what now? <laughs> it gets me every time. But dropping out of school is no joke, Stream Bean. You'll need your education wherever life takes you. 
whether it's to the stage, the slopes, the battlefield, or the big, nasty hot dogs. I get it, guys, but I, I can't do math. I'm stupid. Hey, bro, don't say that. Only stupid thing here is that attitude. You just got to apply yourself. Look at my butt. <laughs> hey, 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 Chrissy. Come on, help us out, girl. I mean, we're trying to get this kid's head on straight. Yeah, but algebra's crazy, though. Solve for x? x is a freaking letter. It's a variable. x is what you don't know. Yeah, so if I eat this entire fat, gross hot dog <laughs> and mustard plops all over my shirt, what does that equal? What? That's not a math problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I think I'm just dumb. Hey, stop that. Come here, dude. Listen to me, you are not dumb. I mean, you can do math, man. All right, watch. All right, picture that you have five... Huge, stupid hot dogs. Sure, five hot dogs. Hell yeah. Oh my God, this bitch. Now, picture that I have six more hot dogs than you. Now, picture me eating every single one of those 50 gross, stinky hot dogs. Hey, no more hot dog stuff. I mean, if you're gonna eat the hot dog, then eat it, but just stop talking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The fat hot dog. Hot dog's over. God. Yeah. All right, and it goes on. She pulls out another hot dog after Kate McKinnon angrily comes over and eats it. It goes on for a little bit longer, but visually it's hilarious and it's a great idea. And they ended up doing it another time with Pete Davidson um, when she hosted in uh, 2019. And then they did it again this last time she hosted when she officially joined the Five Timers Club. And you will hear that uh, sketch in just a couple of seconds. On the same sketch with the first poster, hot dog, hell yeah, that, uh, that thing, there is one of my favorite Christmas sketches slash songs that they've ever done on SNL. And it, and it, and it has Emma Stone featured as one of the singers. The three singers on it are Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and... Um, and uh, Emma Stone, and it's called The Christmas Candle. Uh, Vanessa Bear, Cecilia Zameda, Leslie Jones, and uh, Melissa Villasenor are all featured in it, and it is a song about you forget to buy a Christmas gift for somebody, maybe a coworker, person you don't really think about very much, and you find this dumbass candle that someone gave you many years ago, and you re-gift it. Or you're at, a, you're at a gas station, you see a candle, and you re-gift it. And it's all about the Christmas candle. It is something that you don't care about. It's given to someone that you don't give a shit about. And it is a thoughtless gift that you give, but everybody loves it. And everybody has given a worthless, stupid gift to someone that they were kind of obligated to give a gift to. And a lot of times it's just a stupid Christmas candle. I love this song. The video is great. The costumes are great. The wigs, everything uh, about the over-the-top way that these women are dressed and the way that they're singing. Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and the great Emma Stone singing about the incredible, the wonderful, the essential Christmas candle. Everyone knows the story of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But this is the story of another more powerful Christmas Savior. The snow's falling down. It's Christmas time again. 
A woman has to get a gift for some girl at work named Jen. She doesn't know what Jen likes, and she doesn't super care. So she goes inside a closet just to see what crap's in there. In the darkness, there's a light. Then suddenly she sees that Christmas Savior's here tonight. It's a candle. the end of the thank you candle that's emma stone um i love that video i love that song so if you want to see the full video again check it out uh that is from uh, season 42 episode eight all right the fourth time she hosted very strong they did another poster where she played a sexy girl on a poster uh where the posters come to life and help out the guy who's who is trying to study again it's pete davidson and they did a whole bunch of other great stuff. But my favorite bit, my favorite sketch, was a short film that they did called The Actress. And in it, Emma Stone is magnificently funny and deadly serious as a method actress, a young actress who had only worked on commercials, who had only done part stuff. And she is taking her latest part very, very seriously, wants to give a backstory, wants to do a history on her character, wants to give the greatest, most layered, most thorough historical performance of all time. But she's in a gay porn. Um, and in it, it's Emma Stone goes through her desperately trying to create a history for her character, a supporting nothing role in a gay porn. And Beck Bennett is the disinterested very frank, very non-caring, I don't give a shit about what's happening, director of this gay porn, which is being shot in somebody's house in the Valley in California. 
So this is a satire of actresses who take themselves very seriously, desperate actresses who really want to do well after doing, you know, uh, nothing really, commercials and things like that, and about the method ideology, and also very funny about gay porn uh, and and the shoots of gay porn. This is simply called the actress, and this is when she hosted in April. It was April 13, 2019, season 44, episode 18. BTS was the musical guest. Again, a very, very solid episode. Make sure you look that one up on Peacock and watch it all. Uh, season 44, episode 13. This is an incredibly brilliant and very, very uh, funny uh, sketch called The Actress. I'd been trying to make it as an actress for years, but I was sick of doing commercials, of playing one-dimensional women with vacant lives. Then one day, life came knocking. This time with a challenge. Excuse me, hello, I'm Grace. Uh, are you the director of the film? What? I'm the lead actress. I played the woman who gets cheated on in the gay porn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you about my line, if you have a moment. Um, I open the door and I say, Jared, what are you doing? Not with my godson. Like that? Is that my godson? Yeah. Fascinating. Go put on whatever you want from the woman, Ben. You'll get your meal voucher after we wrap. Thank you. Oh! <laughs> Lube! The director's method was to offer little guidance regarding the character. All I had were clues, pieces of the puzzle of this woman's life. Two pairs of loose sweatpants, a single Ugg boot, a couple of batteries, and some happy 2017 glasses. Who are you, Deirdre? That's the name I gave her. The first scene was rough. Action! I was having trouble finding her. I'm going to the mall. Perhaps I'll get some flowers to brighten up the place. The house could use some color, no? If you need me, you can reach me on my cell phone. Got it. I just say what's in the script. Oh, I was just trying to access Deirdre. There's nothing to her. People are just gonna scroll past you so they can get off. She has no past, no future. She exists only to be cheated on. Just say what's in the script. Thank you. Action. Jared, I'm getting my nails at the mall. Now teach my godson push-ups right before our wedding, Jared. Cut. Great. Nice and flat. On to the real stuff. If you don't want to watch, you can sit on a folding chair just outside. I'll call you when it's time for you to catch him in the act. When they betray me, I was rattled. Jared, how could you? I didn't know if I would find Deirdre in time. Not with my godson. Jared, Jared. Wife, we're ready for you. And then, just when I thought she'd never come to me. Action. She did. Jared, what are you doing? Not with my godson. I saw the rich and beautiful backstory of this woman. Her childhood, her first job, the night she met Jared. as she was told. I will love you, a woman, forever. Her godson's 18th birthday. I know how much you like batteries. And all the other times she was blindsided by life. Jared, someone broke in and stole my left dog boot. Jared, you have a second cell phone? Jared, why is godson sleeping over? I felt the bruises and scars of her past. I saw what led her here. You would never hurt me. And I saw her in the present, walking in on the love of her life with her godson. And then Deirdre took over and said, Jared. I, 
forgive you. Cut. We'll edit that out. Just give her the meal voucher. How do I get you out of me? I can't take you with me. I'm sorry. This is it. Goodbye. Oh. How did I get lube on me? That's it. Uh, she got. Uh, she was driving away in her car, and she had lube on the on the steering wheel. So. <laughs> I love that sketch. I love it. Uh, and again, that's called The Actress from Season 44, Episode 18. That was the fourth time she hosted. And it would take until just this past Saturday to hit the fifth time hosting. And now she has been inducted and is a member of the Five Timers Club, when everybody who hosts SNL for five times gets a five-timer jacket. They usually do a sketch. There's a big shindig. And it becomes and goes down in the history books. And she is now a five-timer. It just happened this past weekend on December 2nd, 2023. It would be season 49, episode 6. Noah Khan was the musical guest. A very funny episode. Uh, Not everything worked, but most of it did. She was consistently funny and consistently amazing. And again, proving that she could easily be a cast member on Saturday Night Live and kick ass for a full season, doing a ton of different characters and a ton of different sketches and some great writing. She's an incredibly gifted performer and a very funny person, and she did a great job for her fifth time. Uh, There were a couple of sketches that stood out, a few sketches that stood out. There was a very funny pottery sketch that involved um, her and Heidi Gardner um, and uh, Heidi Gardner uh, and Chloe, and they did a poetry sketch together, a a pottery sketch together. It was very funny. Uh, They brought back an old sketch with uh, Keenan Thompson leading his band. Bowen Yang was in the band, and, uh, and, and Emma Stone was in the band as well, and she played trumpet. That was a very funny sketch. And then there was an unbelievably hilarious sketch that you must see in its entirety. I'm not going to play it here. But in it, you go back to the recording of Make Your Own Kind of Music by Mama Cass. Um, And Chloe Trost uh, plays Mama Cass. And uh, they're recording the song, Make Your Own Kind of Music. They go back to the late 60s when they recorded the song. And Emma Stone shows up in drag with a fro and a mustache, smoking a cigarette in like very late 60s, early 70s garb talking about how at one point this song will be used in movie trailers and in movies to signify murder and death, and she reenacts all the ways that she envisions make your own kind of music used inappropriately in music, uh, in movies, violently, in horror movies and, in, and things like that, or in trailers. Not at all what Mama Cass had in mind for the song, and we all know that that song has been used ironically in horror movies and in trailers for many years, the sketch is brilliant, and Emma Stone is hilarious in drag as this insane record producer with the big fro and the crazy mustache. Physically, she's dedicated to it. It's unbelievably funny. So do yourself a favor from um, uh, Season 49, Episode 6, just this past weekend. Look it up. Make your own kind of music is the sketch to check out there. But the uh, things that I'm going to play, they did... Um, Uh, A game show sketch, which they opened the show with, which I thought was brilliant. It's a show called Question Quest, and it uh, it eventually turns into this very weird, very surreal game show where Michael Longfellow, who plays the host of the show, is unloading a tortoise that he's had for his entire life as a a prize to the winners on this ridiculous quiz show. The uh, Michael Longfellow plays the host, um, Heidi Gardner. And Punky Johnson are the other contestants, and Emma Stone is a contestant who is lucky enough to answer questions correctly. But 
what happens is this weird tortoise thing. James Austin Johnson is the announcer, and, uh, and, and this is what happens. This is called Question Quest. I thought this was the most brilliant sketch and the, the funniest sketch of the night, um, in addition to Make Your Own Music, the Mama Cast thing. But this, to me, was the brilliant, the best sketch, and it was the first sketch of the night after the Mama Cast. And now it's time to play Question Quest. Welcome to Question Quest. I'm your host, Joe Vibin. Let's meet our quest testants. First up, she's a Quiz Bowl champion from Columbia University. It's Jen Cochran. Can't wait to play. She's the oldest woman in the Navy. It's Michelle Johnson. No, I work at Old Navy. I'm 33. Last up, a security guard at a cereal factory, Angela Bates. They're after me lucky charms. <laughs> and they ain't gonna get them. I like that. For our first question, we go to American history. The question is... Who invented the cotton gin in 1793? Jen. Eli Whitney. That's right, Jack. Let's tell her about her prize. Oh, oh wow, after one question? Nice. Congratulations, Jen. You've won Speedy. Speedy? <laughs> Speedy is a 37-year-old desert sulcata tortoise, one of the largest species of tortoise in the world. It's Speedy. Congratulations, Jen. Wait, I, I won a tortoise? Sure did, and I'll miss him. He's been mine since I was six years old, and now he's yours. Congrats. It's your tortoise? No. It's your tortoise. So you got him, like, 25 years ago? How long does a tortoise live? That's a great question. Questestants, how long does a tortoise live? Michelle? A hundred years. No. Angela? Hmm, is it a corn or a flower tortoise? I think you're thinking of a tortilla. <laughs> Jen? It can't be more than 100 years. More than 100 years is correct. 150 to 190, to be exact. It lives for 190 years? Maybe more. Everyone who studies them dies before they do. <laughs> You're on a roll, Jen. Jack, what's your prize? Congratulations, Jen. You've won a large crate of lettuce and peppers. These 40 pounds of roughage will provide up to one week of meals for Speedy. A 37-year-old desert sulcata tortoise given to your host by his father when he was six years old, locking a minor into a 190-year contract. A contract that now belongs to you. Congratulations, Jen. I I'm just not really sure that I can take care of a tortoise for the rest of my life. Then kill him, tough guy. You want. <laughs> Our next question is from the world of sports. Who broke Roger Maris's record? for the most home runs in an MLB season. Michelle. St. Louis native here, that would be Mark McGuire. That's right! Oh, thank God, does she get the tortoise? Let's see, Jack, tell her what she's won. Three cars! <laughs> Don't take your pick, take all three, it's three cars. Congratulations, Michelle. That is not fair. Fine, I'll give Michelle and Angela a chance to steal Speedy away from you. All they have to do is answer one question right, here it is. What do these two men have in common, Charles Darwin and Steve Irwin? They both studied animals. Yes, but not what we're looking for. Same color penis. Probably, but not what we're looking for. Jen? I am not guessing anymore. Who cares? The answer is they both owned the same tortoise. What? That's impossible. It should be. 
It really should be, but it's not. Both Steve Irwin and Charles Darwin owned a tortoise named Harriet who lived for 175 years. Is that not something? Oh, damn. If I want a little dinosaur, I can start my own Jurassic Park. And it comes with a side salad? You got it made! Oh, you can have the tortoise. Sorry, Jen, that's not how it works. Speedy is yours until another player steals him back. Angela, since you seem to like Speedy, I'm gonna give you 12 chances to get this right. Here we go. Which of Santa's reindeer has a red nose? Dahmer. No. Bubba. No. Dippy. No. Dappy? No. Dippy Dappy. No. The fat one. Looking for names. Dahmer. Still no. Brewstifer. Brewstifer. Speedy. That's the tortoise. Jesus Christ. Oh, right. Jesus. No. Oh, oh, Adolf. Adolf the red nose reindeer. Really close. Is right. Nice job, Jen. No. Yes. Speedy is all yours. Why did you do this to me? Because it was done to me. <laughs> I'd say join us next week, but this was the first and last episode of Question Quest. I'm going to start my new life. Good night. I think that sketch is brilliant. I don't know. Completely worked for me. Um, I've seen it. Uh, four times now and I've just heard it again and I think it's great. So that's Question Quest. That was the very first sketch after the monologue the fifth time just this past week when Emma Stone became the five-timer club. All right. Uh, and here is the third time they did posters, which you've heard uh, the, the first one that they did um, back in 2016. Well, she's the hot chick on the posters. The posters come to life. Since Pete Davidson is gone now, Marcelo Hernandez takes over as the struggling student. Kenan Thompson, Mikey Day, and Ego Odom are uh, the poster characters that come to life, in addition to um, uh, Emma Stone repeating her, uh, her character from the other two times they did posters. So here, the most recent edition of posters, one of the recurring bits that they've done as Emma Stone becomes a five-timer. Oh, this physics homework is impossible. Why do I even have to learn it? Nobody even uses it in real life. Real life. Real life. <clears throat> Think again, bruv. Lots of people use physics. Yo, what? My old school poster of David Beckham is talking to me? Is this a dream? Yep. Oh, okay, because I was gonna say, you don't look as beautiful as you normally do. What? Yeah, I do. No, because, like, your face is just All not... right, leave it, leave it. Back to physics. I use it all the time on the pitch. How do you think I bend the ball? That's physics. Yeah, and I use it in the octagon. Oh, UFC champion Troy the Tooth Taker McCoy? You use physics? Of course, man. What do you think makes my punches and kicks so deadly my opponents dookie in their draws? Physics, sucker. Whoa, so people really do use physics in real life. Chrissy Knox? You're an Instagram model and you host an unpopular podcast. You use physics? Yeah. How else could I be bending over this junky, broken, stupid car in my dirty, stinky, ripped jeans? That's physics. It is? Hell yeah. Physics are everywhere. Even in your favorite video game, Time Assassin. 
What do you think allows me to jump from rooftop to rooftop in pursuit of the eternity cube? So without physics, I couldn't game. Or play football. Or dominate the octagon. Or use my fat, slimy wrench to loosen this rusty, crusty, greasy knot. Chrissy, maybe sit this one out. You're a little out of your depth here. I get what you guys are saying, but it's just so confusing. Like, all these equations and rules. Like, what's up with Newton's law? Oh, you can't be nude in Instagram posts, but you can be nude in OnlyFans stuff. Wait, you have an OnlyFans? Come on, Chrissy, knock it off. He's a teenage boy, man. You take him down the OnlyFans road, we ain't gonna never get him back. Now, let's try this. What's giving you the most trouble? Uh, I mean, all of it, really. Well, then just give up and look at my creamy little tummy. Creamy? Oh, my God. Someone needs to shut this woman up so we can help this child. Okay, so then it goes on a little bit longer, but the creamy little tummy and the hell yeah. Just as funny as the first time and second time that they did it. So that's Posters Part 3, another highlight from uh, this past weekend's show with Emma Stone being a five-timer. And again, you can watch that whole sketch and watch the entire episode, Peacock.com, and on uh, the uh, SNL YouTube channel. All right, closing with the monologue. This is the fifth monologue. I I played the first monologue the very first time she walked out on the stage at SNL and did her first monologue in 2010. Well, this is 2023, and she came out for her fifth monologue, and uh, a couple of surprise guests came out, helped her, where she officially became a Five Timers Club member. All right. Lorne uh, makes a little cameo on here. Uh, when they talk about, when she talks about her husband, they say, let's cut to my husband, and then you'll see Lorne. And then Tina Fey and Candace Bergen come out, and this is it. It's historic. It's the fifth time hosting. It's her fifth monologue. You heard the first one, and you can tell the differences between the first time she hosted and this time, and she's just as great. But yes, here's her monologue from last weekend. Season 49, episode 6, December 2nd, 2023, the night that Emma Stone became a five-timer club member. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is so great to be back. It's my fifth time hosting SNL. It has always been my favorite show, and since I started hosting, it's also become just a huge part of my life. And I have made so many memories here and so many friends. And I even met my husband at SNL. Um, and uh, I know he's, he's pretty camera shy. He's not a performer. But um, it's such a special night for us. I'd, I'd, I'd love for the cameras to cut to him, if that's OK. Just... <laughs> I love you so much, honey. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm so honored to be joining the SNL Five Timers Club. Oh, did somebody say me? Said Mean Girls. Well, <laughs> either way, Emma, welcome to the Five Timers Club. At 35 years old, you are officially the youngest member. <gasps> I am the second youngest at 53. 
but you're gonna love it in there. A few years ago, they even added a whole women's section. It was actually Candace Bergen's idea. You created the Five Timers Club women's section? What's it like in there? Oh, it's got everything. It's got showers, a locker room, a big portrait with the eyes cut out so Martin Short can peek in. <laughs> but, but doesn't the portrait work both ways? Like, could you peek into the guys' section? Oh, you, you don't want to do that. I looked in there once and saw a creepy ventriloquist with a ventriloquist dummy staring at me. Oh, oh no, that's John Mulaney. <laughs> but Candace, you should be proud of what you built. Well, I am. You know, the women's section started out as a small, quiet place to cry. <laughs> but over the years, it became a big, luxurious place to cry. Wow. That's so nice. So it, it wasn't around when you first joined, Tina? No, no, things were very different back in the 2010s. Mm. <laughs> uh, TikTok didn't exist. There were still fat celebrities because no Ozempic. Um, and, you know, network TV was in its heyday. I mean, my show, 30 Rock, was watched by 6 million people. <laughs> 6 million people a week. Was that a lot? Uh, at the time, no. <laughs> but today, no. <laughs> Anyway, Emma, this is your day. You're part of SNL history. <laughs> now it's time to get your official Five Timers Club jacket. Timers Club. Thank you. This is amazing. This honestly, oh no. This has been a dream of mine since I was a kid, and it means so much that I get to share this moment with you guys. So thank you. Is it is this a joint? <laughs> oh, that must be Woody Harrelson's jacket. Well, there's also a vaccine card in here. Oh, then it's definitely not Woody's. <laughs> well, we've got a great show for you tonight. No Great monologue. Really nice job uh, bringing out Candace Bergen and Tina Fey. Really nicely written. Tina Fey helped write the uh, that monologue. The Woody Harrelson joke, fantastic, because he famously did a very weird monologue that was kind of anti-vax and a little strange. Uh, so it was nice that they talked about that. It was good. It was a really fun and, uh, and an appropriate way to handle the fact that Emma Stone was now a five-timer. And that was her monologue. You heard her first monologue and sketches from all five times that she hosted. October 23rd, 2010, November 12th, 2011, December 3rd, 2016, April 13th, 2019, and most recently, December 2nd, 2023. Uh, I don't doubt that she will host again. She's done a great job. All five of her episodes that she hosted are worth seeing. They're all out there on Peacock or at uh, and individual sketches on YouTube and on the SNL YouTube channel. Been a great year for Emma Stone. She is uh, currently featured in a movie called Poor Things, which hits theaters around Christmas. Uh, I've seen it twice. She's magnificent in it. It's weird and funny, and it's a stunning performance. And as far as I'm concerned, she's a lock for at least a Best Actress Oscar nomination, and I think she'll win. And she's also in this crazy queasy, uncomfortable comedy series called The Curse, which you can see on Showtime and or 
uh, Paramount+. Plus. She's doing very risky, very strange things because Poor Things and Curse are very decidedly uncommercial, very risky, very, very weird and challenging stuff, both of which are great and she's great in it. So a great, great year for her on the streaming services, in the movie theaters, and her fifth time hosting SNL, which was a great time. So she's in the Five Timers Club, and the next time someone becomes a member of the Five Timers Club, I will dedicate an episode to it, go back and talk about the other four episodes they did and how they've changed since the first time they hosted and the fifth time they've hosted. So there it is. Emma Stone, you're a five-timer. Welcome to the Five Timers Club. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Please uh, stay tuned. I will be back with episode 50. New episodes drop every Wednesday here at Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You should check out all the other podcasts that are available here. Subscribe and uh, like and uh, share and rate and review on every platform. Uh, Check out our live streaming service 24-7. That's radiomisfits.live. Um, uh, Jason Skaggs does all the music and the themes and the sounds Ed uh, Scylla does all the other great stuff and puts it all together if you would like to leave a voicemail 24-7 anytime you want with suggestions and topics about SNL or questions in general whatever you want to say leave it 773-417-6948 email me as well nickdpodcast at gmail.com that'll reach me at this podcast and my other podcast the uh, entertainment and, uh, and pop culture and review podcast called the Nick D Podcast. Check it out there, too. So my thanks to Radio Misfits, Jason Skaggs, who does all the themes at the beginning and does this one as well. And again, my thanks to you. I'm Nick DiGilio. We'll do it all again on the next episode of That Show. Has it been funny in years? An SNL podcast. See you then. Good night and have a pleasant tomorrow.